I love this. I love this. If I love this. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cloud Machine Podcast. My name is Matt Landry, and in this third episode, I'm here with Trippy. Throughout this podcast, we'll discuss Trippy's production and tr- tips and tricks, their story, and the communities that surround them. We also pay, play a little game called Didn't You Know? Thanks for listening. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cloud Machine Podcast. For those who are new to this podcast, Cloud Machine is about the, the music industry and its stakeholders, meaning everyone that surrounds it, lives it, loves it, and works in it. Our goal is to shine a light on roles, people, and realities of the music industry that is often forgotten or taken for granted. Whether you're someone that's dreaming about making a movie in the industry, have some songs recorded and don't know what to do with them, or just a listener that wants to learn more, you're at the right place. This week, and in recognition of Black History Month, I have the immense pleasure of welcoming some family to the podcast. Welcome, Phoenix and Trust from Trippy. Hey! Big tunes. <laughs> Trippy. Trippy is an R&B hip-hop duo hailing from Toronto, Canada. The duo consists of Trust and Phoenix. In 2019, Trippy released their first full-length uh, album, Too Trippy, which garnered press from outlets including Fader, Ear Milk, Exclaim Magazine, and now Toronto. Yes! <laughs> Fresh off of last year's Western Canada tour, where they opened for Juno award-winning rapper Shad and some international dates, Trippy released their second full-length album entitled Mirror Soul in summer 22. For more information on the group, check them out at their website, wearetrippy.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-T-R-P-P.com. You can listen to Mirror Soul on all platforms now. And without further ado, let's welcome Phoenix and Trust to Cloud Machine. No! No, that was the wrong... No! No! Sorry. Without further further ado, let's welcome Phoenix and Trust to Cloud Machine. Best intro ever! I love this. I love this. I love this. I can't oh, my God. No, that is so <laughs> lit. I'm crying, bro. <laughs> that brought us on the show oh just to straight up dance. <laughs> Yo, he yeah. said, he said uh, and now for instant regret. Oh, oh my no. God. Oh. <laughs> Yo, that was the wrong button. That's hilarious because, like, no. yo, that's something we joke about us. Like, that's just on brand for us. You have us down back. Like, oh, <laughs> we feel so seen right now. Not no, the Darth you. Vader, no. Oh my gosh. No. Oh my gosh. Oh, I needed that. Thank you so much. This podcast is going to be half hour. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it even happened. So, <laughs> to get into it, uh, every week on the podcast, we ask uh, guests what their favorite live show um, that they've been to or they or that they've performed at, and you both are the first um, artists that I have on this podcast, so it's, it's great to ask from both perspectives. Um, so, yeah, Phoenix, what, what has been your favorite live show or favorite experience? Bet. So, my favorite live show... Um, 
I was actually in high school and I won tickets to go see Kanye West off of Flow 93.5, actually. Hey. Shout out to R. them. RIP. R. R. And um, I won the tickets and it was uh, me and another person, whatever. Mm. We went True. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we. it was when late registration had dropped. And um, that was when I was really appreciative of set design and like really giving a show. Mm. And I remember um, Kanye West. <laughs> he <okay>. um, <laughs> old Kanye. He was on a bed in like the middle of the stage, and like an alarm clock went off. Mm. And he was like, "Oh man, late for work again." Well, I guess I gotta drive as slow as possible. <laughs> and then everyone in the crowd was like, "Oh, he's gonna do that slow," like yeah. you know, when the when the artist sets it up, yeah. and then they knock it down. And that was really great to see. Um, but performance wise, oh man, so many awesome shows, especially last year. Shout out to 2022. Mm. Um, Brazil is going to be my favorite show that I ever played at. Yeah. Like seeing people who don't even speak the same language as you, like reciting your lyrics back to you. Yeah. That's undefeated. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. 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 Bananas. Yeah. Well, you trust? Of course you take Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) Then we take Brazil. That's all right. Um, I think my f- um, favorite performance of ours, because yes, last year was a great year, but I think it would be the the last show of the year in Ottawa. Oh, mm. That was really good. Um, and just seeing people, I just love seeing people dance. And yeah. So um, I just love seeing people move and people were there to move, you know? Um, so that was really fun. Um, but the as far as like my favorite live show, like going to see it's mm-hmm. tough to choose but um i'd say of all time stevie wonder when he did songs in the key of life tour um i i, I wish i remembered like the year that he was celebrating yeah. it but came i was turning to 23 because so i was there you were there <coughs> well Shouldn't it should have been your your choice, but it sucks it. to be you. Huh? <laughs> we'll, fix <Bro>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fix that in post. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, that was just dope, man. He's yeah. he's crazy to it was crazy to see him in his element. Mm-hmm. But also um Lady Ray uh, uh towards the end of the summer last year came and that was dope and even just i'm thinking about the environment too like it was just a sweaty oh my God. bar because the ac wasn't AC working bro. okay it was yeah the, it was a hot day too <laughs> and like she came out and she killed it though and like we were like we were at the front i've i've been a fan of hers for a long time and like yeah. back when she was nicole ray and mm-hmm. she did that <laughs> um that song make it hot and like i was able to just sing it in her face and yeah, like, yeah yeah man it was wow. i think she really enjoyed like we were just we we could see that she was enjoying performing mm-hmm. and like it was fun. Where were the where were th- the two concerts like the Stevie Stevie was Wonder. in ACC <coughs> okay and um, yeah Lady I mean Ray was in the tavern I I can't remember the name of it right now or like Horsh- the bar it was it's the one was on Horsh- college no. uh, the one on Queen yeah and Spadina beside like the a and w yeah so the horseshoe yeah. or the, or the rivoli yeah right, right. literally those are the yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll have to check on their ac <laughs> then yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah. Yeah, yeah no it was we, we made it through but man that was rough Wild. yeah like the ice in our drinks melted as soon as <laughs> <it> <laughs> <was there. laughs> another question the second question that we we often ask our guests well 
three out of three times now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but is um, it's just a reflection on, on Erica Badu's quote, which is music and music business are two different things. Mm. So this is like a music industry podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just like to ask that question just to sort of get the ball rolling on, on, on that. Um, like we, I mean, we like to talk about the music industry from an artist's perspective here and just want to know what y'all think about that quote and what's like your first instinct when you hear that quote. So again, music and music business are two different things. Mm-hmm. Man, we learned that the hard way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can I hit the bro button? Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> you know where my buttons are. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Engineers. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Always knowing where stuff is. Yeah. Like, oh, bruh, it's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, indeed, though. Mm. Like, yeah. It's definitely two different things. As an artist, you have to navigate both worlds. Mm-hmm. And it's like a perpetual, abusive relationship. It's unhealthy. The mm. fact that there is love in the relationship, but the part of the relationship that is sustaining the relationship is unhealthy and toxic. Right. So you continue to create because that's what makes you feel loved and that's what makes you feel special. And then you share that art with people who can say, who say, yes, I see that you're special and I see that this makes you feel loved, but I'm going to now take that love and take that specialness about you and Mm. exploit it. Right. You unhappy, but make me wealthy. Mm. And it Mm. is just, you see artists, you always wonder, you know, like what happened to my favorite artist? And, you know, sometimes it's a tragic story because that industry part, if you think about it, we have so many different industries, right? And usually it's mass cons- mass production for mass consumption. Yeah. And art is not made to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, you don't see people you know, uh, popping out Mona Lisa's or like <laughs> Picasso's, True. you know, yeah. because that's not what art is made for. But, you mm-hmm. know, when it comes to music, man, look, trust if you don't hop in. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's. That's such a solid point, like, as far as the mass consumption of art. And, but you realize, too, like, sorry, I'm kind of, like, steering off a little bit. No, no, please, yeah. To go off of that, like, even just binge-watching shows or binge-watching your favorite, like, you know, like, you, it's become this, like, mass consumption of media and art, um, just because it's just at our fingertips, so we just assume now, and it's also become a little easier to make music, but also it's just like, yeah, people just want it, like, ASAP, right? Mm-hmm. And it's definitely overwhelming, because no one is built for that, like, no. in any industry, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But as far as, like, music, that's such a solid point, and I remember, because um, I was in this course... I was studying at a Trevis Institute and um, we had like the entertainment law course and like the teacher was like, even when you just look at the word music business, there's a reason why business is the bigger word in that, you know, it's just like the music unfortunately has become such a small part of the music business Mm. that Mm. it's not really, you know, that's not the main focus. It's the numbers, it's the algorithms Mm -hmm. and the marketing and the branding and the you know, and the tours and the merch and mm. um, it's engagement, engagement, right? Um, and like, I mean, again, uh, like that's even evolved over time. Like back in when we were kids, it was street teams and CD sales and <laughs> you know things like that. Yeah, but it's it is definitely unfortunate that that's just the reality of the music business mm-hmm. that the music is that small of a <laughs> yeah of of a part of it so yeah but you know it's it can still be fun 
but it takes a lot. It takes that mentality of, you know, just trying to stay focused on what you love. Yeah. And yeah. As as artists and producers, how does that process, uh, in process being mass consumption and just mass producing, how does that affect your process um, as, as artists? And a similar question, do you think that you'd think about it differently if you were just consumers, just listeners? Mm. Well, to answer your questions in reverse, when I was just a consumer and I was just doing music as like a hobby or side hustle, mm-hmm. um, I was more appreciative of projects. I took more time with them. I sat with them. I listened to them. And it's not that I don't now. It's just that they come so quickly. Pause. That, <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that you know, they um, they build up, almost like build up in your inbox, you know? And you're yeah. like, I'll get to that one. I'll get to that one. Right. Mm. And by the time midnight drops, people are posting reviews of the project <laughs> you're still waiting to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? No, for sure. So there's a reason, and I think we've lost the art of timeless classics. And as a consumer, I could really appreciate, you know, like Miss Hill, Lauren Hill dropped one project, and we're talking about her to this day. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think mm. more artists need to focus on longevity than, um, you know, whatever this yeah. mass consumption, fast food kind of media is. Mm. And... um in terms of producing art and creating art, my goal as an artist, I have to stop and focus. I have to say, you know what? Some of my projects, some of my most favorite albums are over 15 years old, turning maybe 25 this year. Yeah. And I'm still bumping it like it was yesterday. Yeah. D'Angelo's Voodoo turned 23 last week. That is literally yeah. the album I was talking about. And on yeah. the day mm-hmm. that the 23 anniversary um, happened... That's all I listened to. I went back and I listened Same. to it and I thought about the creativity <laughs> in that room making it. I right. thought about the painstaking amount of times he went back and perfected and mm. perfected. And I then I thought about the deadlines that we set for ourselves when we were making our projects, the rush, you know, and yeah. not to say that we rushed the project, but the rush we felt the, or the, I guess for me, I'll speak personally, but the anxiety that I felt having to like rush to meet deadlines or rush to get certain things to, to make it happen and almost sort of losing the the joy and that like mm. enjoyment of the creation process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so Dang. I think that's that's kind of what I'm more focused on. When I get lost in how many albums am I putting out, or oh, I should put out an album for this award or for this nomination or whatever, mm. I should just forget about that and go back to what was Miss Hill thinking when she was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be my one." Mm. <laughs> yeah, the one. Th- yeah, the, the one, one project. One. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Th- this question, I ask it every time, and there's some gems every single time. So thank <laughs> you for that. Um, I guess the first, I guess in my notes is topic one, but we've been going for a while already. <laughs> um, but what I've written down here is what is trippy? Who is trippy? Why is trippy? <laughs> when is trippy? How is trippy? <laughs> so We know where is trippy. Yeah. Right here. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, Yeah, I guess so. Just like the origin story, trippy origin story. I don't know if y'all wanna wants to go first, but I I feel like I'm always the one telling the story. Yeah, man, it's your story to tell. You are the story. You're the story keeper of this (laughs) story. The keeper. keeper. Yeah. The keeper of the piece. I wanted to hear you say it. You know what? You tell it, and I'll fact check. Okay. All right. I like that. So, all right. This is how it went. I was making music, right? And then I made this project with some people that I was making music with. And we released the project. 
And then we were like, let's do a release party for this project. Mm -hmm. So we threw a release party and some people came out to support. It was Mad Love. We did some shows. I'm uh, sorry. No, we did some songs off the album. And then at the end of the performances, went down, thanked everyone for coming. There was this guy in the corner. I don't know. He's like, I am me. I was like, is it beef? And then he came over and he's like, yo, I really like your stuff. I was like, okay, it's not beef. Phew. And then um, <laughs> I don't hear no fact checking, so I must be right. So um, <laughs> I ate her, like. <laughs> And then uh, he was like, yeah, you, you know, you're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Um, I have some beats that would make you doper. And I said, really? I said, Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> and so no, damn like, well that I ain't say that. <laughs> I, oh, we're checking I, back to I'm, I'll step in now. Okay, I, right. I saw the performance. She killed him. Like, yo, who is this girl rapping and singing? I'm like, yeah, I got to get you some beats. Like, you know, See, I'd love wrong. to send you. No, but like I was complimenting. Okay, so you, you were did. nice. I was My it. bad. Yeah. <laughs> she crazy. But yeah, it was <laughs> dope. And I was like, yeah, we definitely got to work together. And then eventually we... We did. I can't remember what exactly sparked it, but we started, and then she showed me some stuff that she was producing on her own and wanted me to, like, come in and touch it up a bit, and then that's how our first EP kind of came together. Yeah. And when was that? 2017. Yes. 2017. Okay. <laughs> and I guess for those of you who don't know, um, <laughs> were y'all a couple beforehand, before the EP, or was it? It kind of sparked that. It was like, so, it was like, when did the EP drop? The EP dropped in October, I think, of 2017. Yo, you know what? It was, <laughs> the joke is, that EP, <laughs> no, remember, that EP was like our year anniversary, because it was on, we dropped it on my on my birthday in 2017, on, on October, October oh. 3rd. You don't remember it. That's okay. <laughs> and then, uh, but we... He's the fact checker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah, but we... Yes, we were a couple before because we got together cool. on my birthday in 2016. Hey. Oh, we celebrated with the EP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very cute. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> this is the second segment of the podcast where we play a game called uh, Didn't You Know? Hey, all right, all right. So, some of you may have already sort of seen this, but uh, not here, but on other sort of podcasts or TV shows. <laughs> but um, I'll hand you both this these whiteboards here. Nice. And basically, for those who don't know how to play this game, and I mean, the title doesn't really say anything, but um, for now. Um, but it's basically, I ask one question, and both of my guests here, have to answer the question. Um, and depending on the question, it could be a similar... It, basically, the, the... How do I say this? The goal of the game is to get the same answer. And because I have two guests on my podcast here today, we thought together that it would be a great game to play. Oh, yeah. So they don't know They don't know what these questions are. <laughs> I don't know. You had access to the doc, but... Yeah, we did not. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. We didn't. I, we love to, I wanted to be, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, there we got the first answer, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, so the first the first question is, if the, if the both of you had a theme song together, what would it be? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Wait, does it have to be like a, like, 
is it just specifically a song or does it have to be like a theme song like the marshmallow? Like no, it could be any any song. Oh, yeah. Damn. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm so nervous. I know. Okay. I, know this <laughs> <one's gonna> be, <laughs> I didn't even write anything. Um, I'm just staring at my board. <laughs> 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 it would be all of the songs. I know. Is that, is no, that an no, answer? No, no. Okay. Um, um, I know what theme song we would write. We have. Okay. All right. You ready? We ready? All right, three, two, one, reveal. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I knew it! Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yes. And I know which version, too. You never right. <laughs> so we started from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Thank you Whoa. for being my friend. Oh. All right. <laughs> I got second question. What is Truss's favorite restaurant in the city? Ooh. <laughs> Not even I can answer that one. You know? Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> if you had to pick one, if you had to pick oh, one. Oh, okay. I know which one it is. Based on our Uber Eats. Um, <laughs> ooh, ooh, some hints, some hints. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So what we're going to do is, Phoenix, you're going to reveal your answer first. Okay. And then we'll see. All right. So for the viewers. Cheetos, Kachi, and Sunrise. Mm-hmm. Or, oh. or, I guess, and or. And or. Okay. And then, trust what you... What'd you, what'd you put down? Oh, you spell Cheetos like the chips. You're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Cheetos, you know? Honestly, I was so overwhelmed. <laughs> you put my kitchen. Yeah. Yes. Because I throw the down. Restaurant? No. My okay, cooking. so you didn't answer the question. I didn't. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Cheetos is a good one. Yeah. You know what? Um... <laughs> Yeah, Kachi was like, yeah, shit. But I was like, yeah, I already, wrote, I already wrote my, my answer. Chess is like, nah to any of the Why would you? But the joke is, your kitchen is where all of these end up because Uber yes, Eats. Yes, so you're technically. True. You're true. right. We're on to All right, third question. What was Phoenix's favorite TV show growing up? Oh, yeah. If you don't know this, oh, you are going out. Hey, all right. Again, what was Phoenix's favorite TV show growing up? We'll, we'll go again with you, Phoenix. For the viewers, in living color. Oh, oh. we tell you, your man, Goosebumps. Hey, or in living color. Hey, all right. <laughs> nice. All right, we have a we have a bunch more actually. All right, um, hit me. If, yeah. if trust could be an exotic animal, what would he be? <laughs> an exotic animal specifically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cat would be it. Would it would it be an easy answer if it was domestic? Mm-hmm. I just know you both have cats. Yeah, right. it would yeah. probably be yeah. cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if it's yeah. exotic, it's an exotic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Hmm. Even I'm like. <laughs> That's so funny. Damn, uh, not this being the only question we don't ever <laughs> ask each other. 
Uh, okay, what? exotic animal. Specific, yeah, right? Because it's like specifically <laughs> exotic, eh? All right. This is the question. Ooh. Trust, what would you be? A hyena. A hyena. Because I'm out here laughing, dog. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> a panther, panther, an elephant, or a panda. I would love to hear your explanation as to why <laughs> elephant, because of the elephant never forgets, and because the ivory tusks, you know, are so valuable. There, wow, wow, okay, went deep. That's the elephant yeah. one. Okay, yeah, and so a panther. I put pa- a panther. Oh, a panther, because like you know, you're cool and you're black. True. Yeah. Hey. And a panda? A panda, because, like, you're so lovable and comfortable, and, like, you just roll around, and nobody really, like, everyone's like, ah, he's so comfy in himself. Yes. (laughs) I like that. And you give nice hugs. Aw, you're cute. But nevertheless. (laughs) 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 Who even are you? Hyena. You know why I say hyena? Because my like. mom makes fun of well, one, and my mom makes fun of my laugh all the time. Like growing <laughs> up, she would just be like, "You laugh so loud." Dang. So I just thought hyena is my is me. Okay. Yeah. Up next, second last question. Come on. I had to go a little bit more personal on this one. Uh-oh. Well, not personal, but now we got this. No yeah. right. What is Phoenix's pet peeve? Oh, <laughs> turn it side, turn it this yeah. way for that one. You got a list going? <laughs> Look here. Wow. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God these boards are big, huh? <laughs> I'm self-aware. I was prepared for this. Um. You can limit it. You can limit it to three. <laughs> Pet, what is the Phoenix's pet peeve? <laughs> One. Living it to three alone? Yeah. Tough. Tough. I'm joking. <laughs> nope. Nope. You said what you said. You ain't wrong. Okay. <laughs> so, not to put you in the hot seat, <laughs> but I'll let you go first. Okay. Good talk. <laughs> Good talk. All right. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for those who can't, who are listening oh, yes. at home, sorry. Yes, let's let, let's read. Let's so read. Sorry, I'm insufferable. Um, leaving my jacket on the chair, and there's a specific chair. The chair. The chair. Okay. So yes, should I explain? Or it's okay. I'll just list them. Okay. Uh, toilet paper. I put it in quotations. Upside down. Ah, yes. <laughs> Common, yeah. Right? Common pet peeve. There's a, yeah. there a right way there's to a right the way, toilet yeah. paper, I learned. Uh, <laughs> weed accessories on the coffee table. Um, so if they're not in my tray and they're on the coffee table. Yeah. Yeah. Tray P. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Jeez. Evolution here. <laughs> and then for the, the bonus, the fourth, yeah. uh, dishes in the wrong sink. Ah, yeah. I try to do the cups in one and the plate in yeah. the other. True. I, I've been messing up. Is that mm. just a me thing? No, that's a me thing too. Okay. I don't ever say it. Oh. But <laughs> I, I haven't said it yet. Oh. Um, but next time. 
Cat sorry, Marina. Leg. I was about to say, <laughs> Marina, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're gonna get you with a board down here. Who the fuck Yo, shout out to who the fuck is Rena. And if you don't know who the fuck is Rena, then who the fuck are you? <laughs> 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 Let's see what you put. Let's see. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, yes. Please. In keeping Enlighten with the, us. In keeping with the themes here, um, <laughs> I have not, I mean, like, the weed tray, yeah, but I'll, I put, like, smoking in the house. Okay. <laughs> I put not putting things away. Okay. That's in, that's in general, though. Yeah, but that goes the chair, for the weed, the and weed, the weed tray. tray, right? Okay. So that's two. Okay. You're erasing the evidence already? Hold up, partner. Let me read what you so got. So, uh, I said it already. And then I put two the two different ones. I Ooh. put politics in the music business because why is it in there? Oh, okay. And then I put saying sorry. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's such a Canadian thing to do. <laughs> like when you mean excuse me or like pardon me or may I do something, it's always sorry. But like, what are you sorry for? If you do right. something wrong, yeah. Not apologizing. I'm talking about literally using sorry as like a word. You know, right. As opposed to a feeling. Mm-hmm. What I gather from this is that trust was saying in the house <laughs> specifically <laughs> and in the relationship. But Phoenix went just all out. And politics. And politics in the music and, and saying sorry. And saying sorry. <laughs> And I when I'm trying to make a right, I joking. thought this was a safe space. No, absolutely, no, it is. It is. Absolutely, <laughs> it is. You just weren't ready for that. Oh my god! <laughs> just, just <went> really specific. <laughs> and I was like, "What's wrong with this world? Can anybody hear me out there?" Phoenix is like, "Yeah, I don't like it, y'all Canadians." All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. I'll see myself. <laughs> last question. Very last question before right. we move on. All right. Come on. This is for the both of you. Very gentle question. Very fun question. Well, fun. But not being you. biased. Yeah. <laughs> if you left on a road trip right now, like if you were leaving the parking lot right now, what is the first album that y'all would put on in the car? Mm, the first album. Yeah. Road trip. And if, it, and if it had to be like an album. Where are we going? Scarborough. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's exactly. No, no, that's, good that's a road trip <laughs> indeed. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, okay, I know. No, is that seriously? Is that seriously? That seriously? I mean, I have an answer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It so can s- be. Ro- <laughs> yeah. If you. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put my <laughs> road trip album, and I'm okay. gonna put my Scarborough album. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Phoenix. <laughs> so, again. If you left on a road trip right now, what is the first album that you'd you'd pull put on? And that's Scarborough, but anywhere else. <laughs> okay. So I'll start with anywhere else. If I'm going anywhere else, the first album I would probably put on is Anderson Pack Venice. Hey yo. Oh. Um yes. yes, because that reminds me of one of the best road trips we took, which was actually when we flew to LA for my thirtieth birthday. Dang. Thinking of a d- Oh, is that Malibu? Oxnard. Yeah, that's the one. But I, funny enough, I put Malibu though. I wrote Malibu. (laughs) You wrote Malibu? I did. (gasps) Yay! See, I know my baby. I just put Anderson Pack, so I'm good. That's right. Um, 
I had also put honorable mention to uh, Rags original. I know you like him. And Karangbin, or however you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Crit, he makes for a great road trip companion. And then Erica Badu. Hey. Didn't you know? Hey, didn't you know? (laughs) (laughs) Please don't cease and desist us. We love you. And then specifically for Scarbs, I put, I don't know the name of his project, but Mm. Scarborough's. Scarborough representative Tamir. Hey, I Tamir, shout out Tamir. Yeah. That is a good one. All right, um, trust. So in general, I put Yes Malibu by Anderson. Hey. And Jeez. I put Blonde uh, by Frank Ocean. Okay. Because uh, we've done a couple road trips with that one. And my Scarborough one, just because I'm a West End man, I put a man from the West End. <laughs> wow. Do you drive by Claremont the second? Hey. Wow. <laughs> hey, and we're back. Third segment, Cloud Machine Podcast. I'm here with Trippy. Uh-uh. We're going into a section um, of the three tips and tricks for producing from Trippy. Um, so yeah, this is all you. This is all your section. So please, um, go ahead with the first tips and tip, yeah. tip or trick. Tip number one for producing: holla at trust. <laughs> hey. That was a good one. Was good. Um, honestly, I think uh, first and foremost is just like don't be hard on yourself and give yourself room to have fun and explore with it you know because when i was first getting into it it was overwhelming for me and i think like i'm sure that goes for a lot of people when they're getting into that like there's so many different dogs like which one's the right one which one's this how do you do this and that right for those who don't know what is a dog so sorry um digital audio work space or like software to make your beats in um yeah there's so many like there's logic FL Studio, there's um, Ableton, there's Reason, and Cubase. I know I'm missing a bunch. Yeah. Even Pro know? Tools. Pro Tools, yeah, yeah. right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, FL. And like, you know. Oh, sorry. I wasn't up on the lingo. <laughs> what about Freddy Loops? I said that already. Do you have a preferred one that you that you use? Right now, I'm I'm loving Ableton. I started in Logic. Shout out Ableton. Yes, absolutely. Shout out Ableton. Actually, I started in Cubase because that's what I was learning in school when I took it in high school. Mm. Um, but like I learned logic back when like logic 9 was a thing before like logic pro x came out like i was on the old logic you know but yeah that's where i started and then i fell into um well actually this girl got me machine like the micro and so that's how i got into like native instruments i was like using um the machine and then so i would kind of bounce between logic and machine and i was like at the studio I used to work out of, like I was just seeing, I was working with a lot of people who was working with Ableton. So by default, I kind of fell into Ableton, and yeah, now I'm an Ableton man. But hey. um, it's so good, <coughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, so like have fun, don't be hard on yourself. And two, um, you don't always have to quantize. Mm-hmm. You know, feel it out. Like you don't, it doesn't have to be on the grid. Sometimes it's cool if it's off the grid a little bit. And, like, you'll kind of, for me personally, I, I'll at least quantize, like, my kick and snare. 
Mm. Um, but everything else I'll probably just let go loose, you know? Yeah. Shout um, out. Shout out J- JD. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, right? Absolutely. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like that kind of goes into number three. Just like dive into all the music you can. Because, like, yeah, diving into Dilla, diving into Kanye, diving into Mad Lib, mm. diving into, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many producers, even like, like Timbaland, like, and I'm missing some, I know, just because, like, there's just so many out there, even that are popping up in the scene. I'm kind of really digging into like UK sounds right now, like, um, and not even necessarily like the drill, drill, but just like yeah. R&B in the UK and hip hop in the UK. Um, but yeah, there's just so many dope producers, man, and like just yeah, expand the palette and and dive in. And I g- I know you said three but four is just like yo ask questions make friends out there and like network and because even like me as a producer i know that there's certain things that i can't do and it's good to have friends that do the things i can't do (laughs) oh yeah totally you know make musician friends make um engineer friends make you know make friends Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you mentioned you mentioned uh uk rap Mm hip-hop r&b um, mm-hmm. maybe a, a, a minute on Lil Sims. Oh, oh man, <laughs> she is a gem. Mm-hmm. And like that album she dropped the uh, not the other day, but like um, no thank you yeah. mm-hmm. that she dropped uh, in December or something. Man, I'm still listening to that album yeah. to this day. I'm still listening to the previous album. That yeah. too. Yeah, she was like exactly. She's my my artist in 2022. Yeah, sometimes. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. I, uh, sometimes I might be introvert. Yeah. 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 Man, I yeah, exactly that album as well. And even like her stuff before, but like those last two albums were amazing. Mm. And like her and her and Cleo Soul. Cleo Soul. I just yeah. need them to do an album together. Undeniable. I yeah. just need a full album of yeah. of those collabs cuz yeah. they've they've yet to miss. Mm. And I love like yeah, just Cleo Soul's voice, mm-hmm. Inflo the producer. Yeah. He's sick. Um yeah. It's that sound out there right now is going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. Yes. Yeah. Dang. Um, did you have any more thoughts on those, Phoenix? Um, I just want to say that you should respect the producer. Like a lot of artists mm. think that it's a transactional exchange, but like really and truly, without the music, like you're just poetry. <laughs> So totally. don't disrespect the people that actually make you into a song. Yeah, and, that's great. Um, check your check your credits. Like check for mm-hmm. liner notes. Read liner notes. When you're in a room with somebody, um, you should probably know what they've worked on, not just who they've worked with, but what they've actually had a hand in crafting. There mm-hmm. are so many artists that are also producers, and so many producers that are also artists, mm-hmm. and it's just like important to know what somebody does especially if you appreciate their craft like shout outs to Raphael Sadiq I've I'm still to this day finding yeah. out about tracks he played a yeah, part he's in another crazy one um, sure. even Ali Shaheed like everyone just thinks mm-hmm. he's a DJ like no he's actually he's playing there. bass he's like actually playing instruments on tracks um, just so many please read your liner notes mm. and respect the literal architect of your song mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah, that's crazy. I, w- even like last week, we 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 spoke about um, just like giving credit 
to where it's due. Yep. Mm-hmm. It, we didn't say it exactly like that, but we sort of meant it like that. <laughs> because it, it, for if, for those who don't know, last week was Becca Hamill. Go check that episode out. Nice. She's a concert photographer. Um, but we were just talking about how like photographers sometimes aren't credited at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for just a lot of different things. Not even just on social, me- social media, but just Crazy. overall. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's a great point. Like, check your liner notes know who you're working with and also like be grateful to to your community we also spoke that to that last week and you also both just spoke to that as well it's just like know your people be friends with your people because you mm-hmm. never know how it could help you in the future yeah. just being a per- like a nice person yeah you know? exactly. a good person yeah. literally yeah. just being kind to people Please. and being nice to people like it's gotten me so far like even just when i think about the friends i have now and like the you know, I'm so grateful for the community I have and the people that I can lean on. Mm. And even some of them that I have yet to work with, but they're just great friends, you know. And uh, it's just, it, it makes the music, when it's when it happens, it makes the music that much more special. Like Absolutely. It's, it, it really does make it that much of a difference, for sure. All right, we're back with the fourth segment of the show. This is something that we didn't talk about in our pre-interview. Um, we're here with Trippy Phoenix and Trust from Trippy AA. AA. Um, I knew you were gonna do that. That's why I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the this is the question. This is the scenario. Okay. Mm. So if you had to produce the greatest song or album of all time, mm. I, 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 I'll, I'll let you all pick if it's a song or if it's a record, a full-length album. All right. Who would be in the studio with you? So I'm asking, who's the artist? Okay. <laughs> I need to write it down. <laughs> who's the yeah? So you can write it down. Who's the artist? Mm-hmm. Who are the producers? Mm. So who's the main artist? Who, so who's gonna put that out? But it oh. could be a, it could be like a group project. Mm. Okay. Who are the producers? Who's playing on the record? Mm. Like like instruments of so okay. band members. At which studio? And yeah. which city? So I guess the studio and the city sort of go hand in hand, but but you could bring it. We you can bring a studio to a different city. Okay, okay. You know, so like you Fair could enough. you could yeah, bring like, like Electric Ladyland. Like this room mm. in this city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could bring like Abbey Road Ooh, to New York, boy. which is what I would do. I already know I'm gonna be <laughs> creating this on an island or something. I need a beach. <laughs> yeah. I need a beach. I'm tired of the city life. Yeah. Um, it's a big question. <laughs> okay, you know what? Producers, <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Griselda, right? Answer ever. I don't care. I don't care. Immediately, the best album, album of the year. Five mics in the source. I don't care. All, all, like I need a like um. I'm gonna need like um uh, like the, a posse album like you know like how we had like the diplomatics with like all of them like and they kind of did it already but I need it with like all current members of Griselda so Armani Caesar Rome Streets um, Benny the Butcher West Side Gun Conway the Machine um, and like I don't know if he's Griselda but I would like to get Thirty Eight Special on there too but anyway so this album with producers yes like i'm gonna get pharrell in there and i'll get like timbo in there but actually can we bring producers back to life yes yeah so it could be it would be cool if like if it was like dillo right but like 
So Dilla, and but mm-hmm. also I kind of want <laughs> I, like '80s vibes. Like I want yeah. them rapping over like like Teddy, <laughs> like Teddy Jam. Oh, Teddy Jam, uh, Jammy. No, what's his name? You J- know what Joey I'm Jetty Jams. What's the guy's name? It's the two of them. It's like. Teddy oh, te- Riley and uh, not Teddy no, Riley. Terry Lewis Terry and Jimmy Jam. There Jam. we go. <laughs> hey. I, I literally matched their names up together. <laughs> Terry Lewis and Yo, Jimmy shout Jam. out Terry Lewis and Jimmy Jam. Yeah, because yep. like, I want the I want all those samples from you them. So like I want yeah I want New Jack, but like Dang. with like Dilla Dilla essence, like Dilla beats, mm. you know. Um, the studio. I mean, honestly, I I I'm not picky because like it's. Buffalo with street shit. But you know what? I'll say Stankonia Records, ah. um, Stankonia Studios, just because I've been there and seen the the beauteous, the wondrous walls of <laughs> Stankonia Studios. Um, and we could still be in Atlanta, but yeah, we. I need a beach. I need a beach. Atlanta Crazy. don't have a beach. No, that's why I'm saying I'll probably go like to Jamaica or like, you know, somewhere like, you know. So that's studio, but in Jamaica. Yeah. Hey, all right. And... And th- oh. there was there was the last category, was of band members, band members, like to play mm. if if needed, if needed. If it, so then definitely know. let's tap in the roots since we're already having Dilla like hey. deal with it, right? So, whew, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Oh I can my god, yeah. bro, so the butcher coming. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you need a boom, 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 boom. Yeah, <laughs> do, 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 do. Phoenix. What what you got on your list? I'm surprised Damn, you didn't look, go vertical with the board. I was if I turned it around, it would be over. Mm-hmm. I would be here for another four hours. <laughs> but um, I just limited myself with the artists. Um, obviously, Stevie Wonder, he's gonna be on there with Lauren Hill. Oh mm. my gosh! Black Thought. Oh, <laughs> most underrated MC it's of all time. Classic. Man, look, Black Thought's not on your top five. You don't You're know. Doing it wrong. You, you don't have a top five. Bruh. 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 Right. Bruh. <laughs> yeah. And Tyler, the creator, is going to be on there. You know Question. The thing? Are we getting, like, which version of Tyler, the creator? We're getting post, post Flower Boy Tyler. Okay. So like it cherry been so funny mid if it was like mid cherry bombs. <laughs> nope, he is not allowed to come. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mid cherry bomb, like not like beginning of cherry bomb, but like mm. mid cherry bomb album to Flower Boy Tyler, like coming into Tyler Tyler. Cool. Yeah. Um, produced by um, the Roots and Raphael Sadiq. Ah. <laughs> um, Fire. Well, sorry. The that'll be the band. Okay. And it's the True. Roots. Okay. It's okay. like. Why not? Mm-hmm. And produced by Quincy Jones because we need them Grammys, baby. Hey, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also chose Stankonia for my studio. <laughs> okay. Shout outs to Big Boy and Andre 3000. Yes. Shout outs to the Boom Boom crew. Um, shout outs to Organized Noise. Noise. Organized Noise. Shout outs to um, Janelle Monet, who's like, you know, um, one of the first ladies of that um, label. Um, mm-hmm. And. We would be moving Stankonia to LA because there's just something about it when it's when it comes to creativity. Mm. All the other noise, whatever. But when we actually went out there and we recorded Love Calm Down, mm-hmm. which was the first single off of Too Trippy, or our mm-hmm. second project, um, it was just something there was like a conversation we had with an artist that kind of sparked that song. Mm-hmm. And 
and I'll never forget how mm. that came to be. Like it was just everything kind of literally fell into place. Mm. Like that, the um, what's his name? It's been talking about Spazzy D. Spazzy D, but he changed the name now. But oh, Spa- Ashton was, Mallory. Yeah. Mallory. So shout out to Ashton Mallory. Um, when he was going by Spazzy D, just like this kid from like Il- Idaho. I don't even know if that's the state no, or the city. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Mm, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? No fact checker. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Indianapolis, he happened to be in LA at the time. We happened to be able to go to Truth Studios, which is a studio out in LA, mm-hmm. and we sat there talking for a bit, and then we were like, "Yo, what about this? Like, you know, we're talking about being from different cities, and yet we are experiencing the same like mm-hmm. foolishness." And then we put it into a song, and then that song like resonated with so many people. So recreating that, I think L.A. has something special about it in that sense. Mm. And shout out to Atlanta. I will always forever love their sound yes. and scene. Atlanta's got it down, yes, you know? Um, but in L.A., there's something about that crafting that that was inspired by that song. That's why I picked L.A. Otherwise, yeah, I'd stay in our second home of Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, too, yeah, Atlanta still got it, too. But, yeah, L.A., that, that was a great session. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you all seen the Questlove Supreme um no podcast with wa- organized noise. No, no, I have to watch that one. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>. But <laughs> you g- y'all gotta watch that. I they will. got two parts, an hour and a half each, three hours oh. with organized noise around a table, and it's. I actually am going. Crazy. I'm going home to watch. Yeah, it. you're going yeah. home because I watched. Um, they had. I don't even know if it's on Netflix anymore, but they had like a documentary on Netflix, organized noise. Yeah, and it was sick. And then, like, we went to Atlanta, and then Ray walked in, <laughs> in the studio. I met the guy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, I'll he never forget to Yeah, he passed me the blunt, dog. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yo, that's I know, crazy. I know. And, like, yeah, I got Ooh. to, yeah. Like, yeah, I got to play beats and thing. Like, it was just, it was good. But we weren't even there for that. Like, I don't even <laughs> remember how we got there. Dang. And why? But it was dope. It was, yeah, I'll never forget that, dude. We are back with Trippy again, of course. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> 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 no, we're talking, we're, well, we're talking here from 8th Space in downtown Toronto. Um, I want to ask y'all about the communities of Toronto. Um, y'all gr- grew up here. Um, West End. Uh, 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 uh. Scarborough? Hey. <laughs> so, I guess what is <laughs> <laughs> what does Toronto mean to you both, and as people, but also as like artists? Oh, go ahead. Toronto has changed so much since I grew up, man. Like, I know that I'm not of the generation that used to play in the streets till the lights came on, but like, I do recall being outside until like the lights came on and like knowing to go home. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've grown with Toronto as it's changed, as it's been gentrified, uh, as mm. a lot of our staples and, and our physical remem- reminders of childhood have disappeared and right. become corporations. So growing up in Toronto really means um, getting to celebrate in short bursts mm. and getting to grieve in long ones. Um, Right? Mm. <laughs> Sirens of that. And mm-hmm. also just being able to grow in, and adapt and change and not 
not disappear in all of the noise, essentially. Right. It's It's been tricky. Um, mm. You know, I grew up in Scarborough. I grew up in the East. Family, like, middle class, but we're in the, you know, upper somewhat neighborhood. Immigrant parents who have done very well and are still being challenged and questioned, you know. Um, mm. And so I saw a lot. I saw a lot of things that I wanted to change, and I saw a lot of things that I wanted to keep and the fact that i'm still here even as you know we become one of the most expensive cities to live in as our mental health and you know our economic <laughs> economic systems everything fails us i watch the burning around me and i feel warmth instead of fear and i've really um i'm really proud of myself for getting to this point so shout out to toronto hey. you made me who i am mm, wow what a great answer. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. No, I went, it, it, I went no, it dark is, it really and then is. I was like, let me just try to bring this light back. <laughs> you took like, it home. Yeah, I was like, great. hey, at least you have a good note to end on. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know what though? Like, yeah, there's, it's a bittersweet thing, but I feel like a lot of people will say that about home in general, you know, like mm. wherever you call home, because you know, the ins and outs and the politics and all of mm. that, you know? Um, but it's definitely, like for me coming from the west end from a kind of different upbringing in that sense too like me it was single parent household you know mom's making making ends meet as best as she can with the three of us and then you know but and moving around and stuff i've kind of just been seeing like I even like growing like west end but like growing up in brampton moving around brampton going back and forth between kipling and brampton then moving to the West End, um, Jane and Finch for a couple of years, and then now moving like to Midtown, downtown, um, Midtown Toronto, um, in the Junction. Just seeing all these different bits and pieces of Toronto in that sense um, has exposed me to a lot, and mm. um, I think, I think, <coughs> hmm. I don't know. It's 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 bittersweet. I know I said it already, but it's it's just it's all these layers and complexities made me who I am today. And um yeah, there's there's so much work that needs to be done, of course. But I mean, I wouldn't like obviously I changed some things, but I wouldn't change a thing about my my path, you know, and just mm-hmm. like the people and the places I've been, the, sorry, the people I met, the places I've been, you know, it's a, it's, it's all a part of me, um, but I do know that there's, there's so much work that needs to be done, not only in the creative communities, but just living in these communities as a black man, as a black trans man, um, you know, it's, there's so much, we all need help, you know, and I mean, government is government, bro, at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. The government gon' gov. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Bruh. Give a little bruh br- br- to that. Yeah. For sure. you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I get that. And I know it's tough right now to mm. be in this city because yeah. the economy's trash. Yeah. So. What about the, like, gro- growing up in Toronto and I guess the music that has come out from Toronto um, since... Mm-hmm. Like childhood, because I mean Toronto is now such a big uh, kind of center for it all. Now mm-hmm. I mean we have some of the biggest artists on the planet mm-hmm. who are yeah. from here. Yeah. 
So I, one of which is from Scarborough. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, up, okay. Abel? Hey. <laughs> 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 All right, that's you, it. You I'm call sorry. him by your first, first name. First name. We on first name basis. Hey. Wow. Me and Abe's. Wow, <laughs> Scarbs from Abe's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Abe from, from Scarves. Scarves. I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. <It's> no, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> um, oh, of course. The thing is, too, is though, it's like, even as a kid, it's like, I knew the sauce was here, you know? Mm. Just because, like... <laughs> okay, visionary. <laughs> no, no, but just growing up seeing, like, you see Cardinal. Yeah. And Cardinal killing it, Chocolate, yep. you know? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know I'm missing a bunch of names right Socks. now. Socks. you know, like. Big Black Lincoln. Yo, yeah. Black, Julie go Black. Go, mm. Yo, Julie Black. Like, even just like Baby Blue Sound. Crew, Jeez. Like, you know, like when I think about like seeing Money Jane on TV and stuff, I'm yep. just like, yeah, dog. Master, shout out to Master T on you Much Music. You know what music. I'm saying? Right. Much Music. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I just knew, like. It was something, I don't know why, mm -hmm. but it just made sense. And then, like, not even before before the Drake blow-up, I can't remember. No, yeah, because before the Drake blow-up, Cardinal got that hit with Dangerous, making that song with Akon. Yep. And, like, seeing that, but even around that time, too, like, seeing the, the blow-up of, like, Melanie Fiona. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, Julie Black, Julie Black. and, like, you know, just seeing the, the R&B kind of also make yeah. its way into the mainstream from the mm -hmm. city. How can I forget Glenn Lewis? Like, Jeez. even, like, early 2000s with, with his yeah, like yeah, success yeah. as well, right? It, um, is it fair to say even, like, uh, Nelly Furtado or Nelly something? Nelly Furtado. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you uh, know what I'm saying? Just, like, yeah. Yeah. the entire exactly. the entire spectrum. Yeah, yeah like, is... Yeah, and Nickelback. Hey, <laughs> LOL, yeah. yeah. yeah Atlanta's, Atlanta's more Atlanta's set. Atlanta's more yeah. set. Come time. on now. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so no, like, the sauce I, is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew that, you <laughs> yeah. know? And now <laughs> everyone else is finally, like, becoming privy to it. Deborah Cox. Deborah Cox. Wow. Yo. The yeah. nerve of That's me. That's what happens yeah. when you start naming names. Right. You forget the names. No, the nerve of me for real because, yeah. like, my stepdad, like, that, that side of the family, their name is Cox. And, of course, I'm always joking with them, like, yo, so, like, when are y'all going <laughs> to introduce me to Deborah Cox? Like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Are they related? Um, no, no, oh, Okay, no. okay. But, right? Yeah, 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 no, yeah. No, no, no. I think, I think Deborah Cox is Guyanese. I don't know. Anyway, we're from Jamaica. I don't think she's from Jamaica. I don't know. I we you will check. Google that. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I just always knew. Yeah. And how, how has, how have, have those artists, um, have they translated into your art today? Do you think? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Definitely, because like it took me hearing the way Cardinal is rapping, just like as a kid from Jamaica, mm. you know, and seeing those two worlds mesh, meshy me, Jeez. you know, like just seeing those worlds mesh, right? As we, as we, like, <laughs> like, are we doing yeah. this? Right. <laughs> Let's go. We, this podcast will be hours long, but like, <laughs> it's yeah, just seeing those two worlds mesh, kind of. That was the representation for me. And even the way that I write today, like, just the pato always kind of leans in a little bit. Um, so that definitely does, it definitely has so um, resonated in me. Even, like, I know we were joking about Drake, but even, like, when we think about, like, Drake's beat selection and stuff like that, and, like, his producer, like, you know, 40 and, 40. like, Boy Wonder, all of them, like, definitely, like, I see elements of those 
producers in my in my sound too mm -hmm. like with my drum selection sometimes or synths or whatever the case may be like that's definitely a part of me too mm -hmm. yeah sure. what about you phoenix um i grew up when i like listening to the radio some of these kids today won't even i mean the What's radio still radio? exists but they don't even know like the joy of waking up and hearing your favorite song on the radio and I remember there was one day when Deborah Cox's remix for um, Nobody's Supposed to Be Here came on. And I, th for like three seconds, was like, oh my God, Whitney Houston <laughs> redid right? Deborah Cox's Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. Because uh, it was around the time that um, It's Not Right came out. Mm -hmm. And that was like when the black pop stars were getting into like the more dance uh, remixes. Okay, so you were hearing yeah. a lot more like your R&B soulstress kind of switched to the pop mm -hmm. and so there was like you'd hear this original on the radio and you'd hear the remix and I remember one day I heard <laughs> the remix and nobody's supposed to be here which is like a dancey remix and I thought it was Whitney and then I found out it was Deborah, and I was like oh my gosh she is a superstar right and I was like okay if she can do this like I can do this and um we had we had Kim Davis who was out of Scarborough and who mm -hmm. was kind of following that path of like you know the R&B songstress who can still rip pop ballads. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just seeing myself more and more in the artists that were coming out of the city. You know, um, I didn't really start the rapping thing till like maybe 2008. I want to say like, I wasn't really rapping, rapping until like, well, like in public until around two thousands. But from there I learned like, you know, those artists those R&B and pop artists were also being featured on hip-hop songs. You know, Nelly Furtado started working with with Timbaland, and mm -hmm. I was making my yeah. way from, like, the pop R&B into, like, the hip-hop and seeing how everything mm -hmm. kind of came together. And then when you hear music come out of Toronto, you're like, yes, this is special because there's no pinpointed element to it. You hear the infusion of the pop. You can hear, like, Sean Desmond on a track with Cardinal, and you're bringing that elements of the reggae and, the you know, and the dance hall and the pop and the dance and the r and and it's just a Toronto sound. Like, mm -hmm. if you heard it in another city, you would know it's from Toronto. Right. From there, that's what I grew up on, and then I was introduced to the legends, Mishi, Shad, mm -hmm. Eternia, yes, like, Shad, you Eternia. know, they, and, and from different places in Canada, yes, I grew up in Toronto, and they grew up in, well, I think E grew up in Toronto, Shad grew up in London, and just hearing Canada come together to create our own sound, mm -hmm. not having to sound like the state, they used to call us the state's little, little mm -hmm. brother or whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. but we honed our own craft and made our own sound. Mm -hmm. We don't sound like any other city, I don't think. I'd like to thank Phoenix and Trust from Trippy for being my guests on this week's episode. You can check out their latest album, Mirror Soul, on all streaming platforms now and any more information at their website, wearetrippy.com. That's W-E-A-R-E-T-R-P-P.com. <laughs> hey. I also want to thank um, those who are and have been listening to uh, and watching Cloud Machine. Um, this is only our third episode. Um, but we like to keep this platform as interactive as it can be. So please leave your comments, questions, and reviews below. Um, don't hesitate to subscribe to get our notifications. <laughs> as always, stay safe and see you next week. <laughs>